Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is episode number 136. And this is the final day of Mars Venus Week. And I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, the one and only Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? Hi. Happy Friday. And a big shout out to you, Shannon, with the earrings. Those earrings are dope. I like those. Very cute. Yeah. You you know what? I think, have you been putting some extra emphasis on your earrings of late? It seems like your earring game went up exponentially. Um. Well, I chopped at the purge, not even a lie. And she included like a thousand things that I didn't pay for. She was like, I'm going to send you some extra things in the jewelry department and I was like okay and when I opened the bag it was like more items than I had actually paid. I had more free stuff than what I paid for mm. and I messaged her I was like you sure this is supposed to be my bag because it's a lot of stuff okay well I definitely I know I'm not the only one who noticed uh, uh, I'm sure my whole outfit background. yeah go ahead girl so i'm glad that you are here and chopping it up with us and i'm glad you brought the earrings with you glad to be here thank you for having me all right and we are joined by uh everybody's favorite <laughs> one and only yes. stephanie so so steph at that hello how's everyone yeah. good evening now i gotta say when i announced that stephanie was coming on right i got like really like like i mean like it was like this uh, i'm serious people kept saying it i'm like she's been she was on the show earlier this year and they, you know so i was fortunate enough to get uh stephanie to come on the show and uh, i'm so happy because we all love stephanie she uh, goes back to the blab days and mm-hmm. and um you know, uh, everybody just loves you, Steph. And we're glad that you are here. And you're on camera, and we get to see your face. I know. I'm happy to be here, and I always support Mars Venus and a lot of the other shows that you, you put together. Kente, they always have wonderful content, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank you so much. So for those, you know, a lot of people, um, some of us who've been around you a long time, we have more of an understanding who you are, but mm-hmm. maybe some of the, the get vocal folk, maybe they don't know um, a lot about you, you know, obviously what you're willing to share. So kind of just give a little uh, breakdown of who you are and some of the things that, you know, make you, you. Um, well, I'm a mom um, <laughs> and I have an eight year old son named Kendall and he's in the third grade. Um, I'm also single, so I'm in the dating realm, so I always have good dating stories. Um, And then um, I work in IT right now. Um, I'm a senior project manager (laughs) for, uh, I'm a senior project manager for enterprise analytics and data management. So I'm part nerd, part-time nerd, part-time beauty enthusiast. Um, I love fashion. Um, but I also like to watch National Geographic and watch nature shows and sci-fi stuff. And, you know, I was like all into Kente Stranger Things uh, podcast um, when he had his show on Get Vocal. And we were like going back and forth on different theories and stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I think I'm a multifaceted person. Um, 
I like a lot of different things. Um, I just got into like doing my own nails, like uh-huh. watching YouTube videos recently. So, yeah, I like to try different things just to see if I can do it, just to see if I'm good at it. And, you know, sometimes you can save a little bit, bit of money on the way doing things for yourself. Now, the question will get asked. You said you were single. So mm-hmm. are you singles or single, single or single, single, single? That's, that's <laughs> my to try and find out. I don't know. I can't my hand. You, it was funny. I don't know if you remember that show where it was like a big debate, like what is single? Yeah. And everybody mm-hmm. had their own definition of what single my is. My favorite thing to say is I'm single until I'm married. That, that's really like my favorite thing to say. And it's really kind of my approach to dating. Like I'm kind of... um. Like you guys kind of know, I'm a. I can be a little bit non-committal, so you know, it's just kind of okay. like just the way I am. Well, we're glad that you committed to come on tonight, and yeah. we're looking forward to having you on. Now, Thanks. now I'm so glad because you know you used to do a show with Rashim back in the day, and it was really awesome, and you guys did some great work. Mm-hmm. And you are going to launch a YouTube channel pretty soon, yeah. so. Can you kind of tell us uh, what are some of the things that you are going to cover on this YouTube channel? And we can, what can we expect? Well, what I really wanted to do is like, I did a little bit of research. Oh, shoot. One second. Mm-hmm. Uh, while she's uh, taking care of mommy duties, uh, <laughs> let me give a shout out to the people in the audience. Uh, we got Bobby up in the house, Dad, Dante, D, D. Gray, and Brooklyn. Brooke lives in the house. Yes. So um, while she's doing mommy duties, while we're uh, waiting for her to get back. Um, oh, okay. We got her back. I'll be back for another time. So. Um, anyway. About the interruption. Sure. All right. So you were talking about what we can. Okay. Get. So for my YouTube channel, I did some research and um, <laughs> um, I thought, okay, well, you know, I watch YouTube all the time because I like to shop online, but I actually like to try stuff on. So kind of, the, I think the, the solve for that problem is to watch people try stuff on on YouTube to see, oh, how does it look? Find somebody with your body type. Um, you know, maybe it's a store you've never tried. You've never shopped online. You're just really not sure. However, sometimes mm-hmm. um, I find that those kind of videos can be a little bit repetitive or boring. So um, and then the other thing is like you know, a bit thicker plus size. So um, <laughs> what's up, Shannon? So I thought. You know, so I looked at the type of videos that the plus size community does per se, and the most of them are pretty just, hey, this is the outfit. This is what I think about it. I wanted to try to do it from a more artistic point of view. Um, so um, to make it a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and put, you know, have some, you know, nice copyright free music in the background and, you know, have some nice visuals and even still give you the information that you're looking for about the outfit, but, you know, not make it so long and brown out and so talky. So that's my vision for my YouTube channel. So, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll, I, I plan to get it launched sometime around um, uh, November, November. I think I'm doing it as a birthday present to myself because I'm trying to invest in myself more now that I'm 40. So, um, and, you know, you know, we'll just see where it goes. It doesn't hurt to try. That'll be awesome. Now, are you going to take your clothing items that you um, show on your YouTube channel 
and put them on your Poshmark page for sure? I do have a Poshmark store and um, that's a, that's another animal because I'm kind of like into luxury handbags and purses and like, I'm kind of like a when it, my approach to like fashion is kind of like high low. So I would normally buy mid range to more inexpensive clothes. And then I pair it with more expensive accessories like a Louis Vuitton bag or more expensive like Valentino shoes, or, you know, uh, maybe I, I have a Louis Vuitton bracelet or nice jewelry, whatever the case is, whatever your high low is. Um, but then I shop at places like Forever 21 and Fashion Nova, New York and Company, like regular mall stores. And, and then I'm all about a coupon. So I also, when I shop online, I use Ebates. I think they changed the name to Rakuten, but you get cash back online for just shopping. And then um, you can even get cash back in stores now if you link your credit card. Um, and then, um, in terms of, um, you know, in terms of shopping for luxury, you can also get luxury items at a discount if you shop in the pre-love market. So um, shopping at places like Fashion File, Yogi's Closet, um, Poshmark, um, Macari, you can find authenticated luxury items at a discount. It just all depends on what you're looking for, what's available, and what your price range is. Very nice. You're welcome. All right. Um so let's let's start off with because um, we we're gonna get some ideas from you as well on okay. this show, and actually I want to do a show for men and women too because we had a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. We both can we can all need the help. Like I'm gonna do a show at some point called Fat Dude, and uh, we're gonna have some <laughs> <laughs> uh, recruiting. Uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a show on that. Mm -hmm. and, um, so like when you're a smaller person. You can get away with a lot of fashion stuff, right? You could yeah. stole on any shirt dang there and some shorts, you probably good. Yeah. But if you're a larger person, yeah, it ain't that that simple. You actually gotta put some thought into it, or you're gonna look sloppy mm -hmm. and you know, you're gonna look goofy as hell. Mm -hmm. So um let's start off with um some of your theories. Uh, we'll start with ladies. Like, what are some of your theories on what looks good, what doesn't, which mm -hmm. avoid. Um, yeah. On that? I really like, okay, in terms of like plus size women, larger women, women bigger than me or whatever, even whatever. I really don't think it's necessarily about how big you are. It's really what your body type is. Yep. So you really need to look at, take into account of, are you a pear shape? You know, you carry your weight in your stomach. Um, do you carry your weight in, you know, if you're hourglass and you're like your weight's evenly distributed, um, that will also, um, that will inform like how you kind of choose what you want to wear. And then also, um, looking at the, the, the ratio between the length of your torso and the length of your legs. So some people have a short torso, so some things just don't look good on them versus the person that has a longer torso or just average. And so, um, like people assume that all tall people have really long legs. Well, it depends on how short their torso is. So, um, so the, and then one other just factoid, the definition of petite really is the you know, the um, the ratio between, you know, the length of your arms and your waist. Um, so it's not necessarily a, a big person can also be petite because their body ratio is smaller than than normal. So. Mm. 
Um, so, so those are some of the things that are taken into consideration. And then also your own comfort level. So um, you want to be thought and bopping like you know, Cardi B and, you know, Fashion Nova, you want a hot girl summer? Or are you just more on the conservative side um, at work and in your, in your in your social life? You know, that should inform your decisions as well. Um, and then, um, you know, also, yeah, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to, well, uh, big women shouldn't wear X, Y, Z. They never can wear a bikini. They never should wear this. It's really all about your, your comfort zone and trying and figuring out what looks good on your body type. That, that's the main focus. Now, you are a mother, and I recall you, um, and this is something you said publicly, so mm-hmm. I'm not putting your business out there, but um, I remember you talked about your shape changing after you had your son in a very special way. Uh, <laughs> not in a way that people probably would think. Yeah. Um, you know, your gluteus maximus changed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did that affect your clothes, like the way you dressed and all that? To be honest with you, that didn't, I mean, yeah, I kind of do take it into account because I've always had bigger thighs, you know, so I always have to like, you know, like kind of hop into my jeans or whatever because, you know, got a little bit of, you know, (laughs) a little something. But after childbirth, you know, that estrogen goes right to the hips and the butt, right? So, yeah, it it definitely changes things. However, um, it's, for me, it's, (laughs) for me, it was like oh you know there's like more ass there but it didn't really like change the way I dress I think getting older and my confidence getting higher made me a little bit more daring to try more things mm-hmm. I just didn't give a fuck like I'm a mom I do my own thing I make my own money I support my, like I can wear whatever the hell I want nobody can tell me what to do like I can wear it right yeah so that's interesting though so women out there uh, if you want to better ass a bigger ass get a baby yeah just have a baby mm-hmm. and you're, good. you're good to go down is volunteering <laughs> just <laughs> uh, all right so um let's also talk about um uh you know what i said this once on the show before mm-hmm. and um it was quite a while ago so i don't know if i said it in this group that a lot of women don't know their bra size yeah and it's, you know, I mean, it's like the percentage is super high. Mm-hmm. And they say that most women don't wear a proper size bra. That's right. So, like, so what is your, like, some suggestions? Because they said that it really affects them in mm-hmm. a negative way physically. Because yeah. So do you have any suggestions about how women can do better with that? Yeah, I think number one is um, you really need to look at your budget because... Walmart bras and Target bras are fine if you got little ones because you're not putting a lot of stress on it. But if you're bigger, you know, you really need to invest. And I would say a good bra will cost you $50 on up and 50 is on the really cheap side. I normally pay like $75 for my brows. I just bought one last weekend and I think it was $67. So I would say another thing to take into account, yes, like like in the comment section, Dre asks, you know, doesn't it fluctuate with age, weight, age, weight, et cetera? It also fluctuates during the time of the month when your hormones are raging because some women can go up a full cup size and they have a period bra. 
you know, oh. a, a PMS bra that they wear. So, um, yeah, it can fluctuate. Um, after I nursed my son, I felt like, you know, I was totally deflated. Like they were still big, but they weren't like as buoyant as like, you know, I had done and had in the past. But for me, um, really just going out and getting measured, just take the steps to go get measured and then save up for a good bra. You know, especially if you have a bigger chest. If you're a little bit smaller, Victoria's Secret will probably do. Um, but you're still going to pay about 40 to $50 for a nice bra and just start saving it for it. Just put $100 together or whatever, you know, try. Now, some good places to get good bras. Um, Nordstrom is, like, known for having good bra specialists. If you go to other stores like Macy's, you're probably, you can get help, but it probably won't be, the customer service level probably won't be as good. And then once you figure out your size and if your weight is steady, you know, you can go and shop online. And if you have two, if you do have bigger breasts, two good um, bras, two good brands to buy from, one is called Elomi and one is called Chantel. Those are two good um, larger breast size. They go up to like double J cup in some cases. Wow. Um, so those are really good. And if you go to Nordstrom Rack, which is Nordstrom's discount store, a lot of times you can find those bras on the clearance rack. So how, how many how many bras would you say a, a working woman should have in her? Uh... Um, well, if she's if she likes to kind of, if she's willing to hand wash her bras, um, I would say two to three. But if she's the type to wait until she does her laundry and then put them in her lingerie bag, she probably needs a week's worth. Um, just just because um, if she has a really busy lifestyle uh, and you then you need a nude one, which is new to your skin tone and you need, if you close as you can, you need a black bra. Of course you need one that, that plunges so that can give you the proper cleavage without showing your bra. And you also need a strapless bra and black and nude. And then you also need like um, what they call a racer back bra, which is also nice. Now, one thing I tried when I went to Jamaica, I tried this thing called the brassy bra and I had these, backless outfits and I was thotting and bobbing and stuff and it's a sticky that you put on your breast and it kind of holds them up so that way you can wear whatever backless outfit you want to wear and that's called the brassy bra and then I also have this other stuff called booby tape and it's the same thing so it's like this black tape and you can mold it to your to your breasts to fit your outfit so that way you don't have to wear a bra okay. I, I, I always suggest fellas you should like when you get serious about a woman you should know all that stuff yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it'll save your life knowing her period uh situation. Yeah, so, like know all of that. And, like I tell young guys that too. They be like, I don't want to know. Like, trust. No, me. you need to know. You that. Need to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you give suggestions of? Okay, so a guy who wants to buy something sexy you know, maybe some lingerie for his woman. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can you give us some tips? Like, uh, what should we know going in? Okay. Also- the main thing you should know is if she's comfortable with showing her tummy or not. Like, if she's in a sexy way. Like, that's one of the main things. Then if she has a big chest, you need to look at the item and see if it has some bra support. Because a lot of lingerie doesn't. You know, it's just like kind of like a see-through little something and if you've got like GH cup boobs, like where is it going to go? Like it's just ooh, all over the place. So um, now if she's small, you know, hey, the world the world is your oyster. Um, I buy a lot of lingerie online from like Fashion Nova. Like I buy from 
Savage Fenty. Rihanna's new lingerie line goes up to size 3X and is really cute. It's very sexy, like um, has like good support. Um, and it's not expensive. I thought it would be a lot more pricey, but it's a good price. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess it would help to, if you've known that she's bought something before, then you can like use those those facts, you know, to do it again. Like go in her closet, look and see, oh, she buys this. Oh, these are her favorite lingerie because she always buying from this brand. Look at the tag and see where she's, where she's always buying from. And then you'll know, like at least you'll know what store to go to to try to see if you can find something for her. Absolutely. And give me a real quick shout out to Larissa in the chat oh, room. Oh, I haven't seen Larissa in a long time. Shout out hopefully, to her. Hopefully after the show, yeah, she'll come in and we'll see her face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a sweetheart of a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so like uh like is that something you would appreciate if your if your dude like uh did that? And he and not only did he do it, but he got the correct <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be shocked because I mean, like, I have a very specific body type. So if he found something that looked that I liked and looked good on me, like, I'd be like super appreciative. Like, he he really put in some effort if he found something for me because, like, I can't just wear anything. You know what? A, a good thing to do too is if you're cool with her homegirl, mm -hmm. you know, and the homegirl really knows her like that. Yeah, her as help, you know. To be yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I've had, I've, I have a male close friend, and his girlfriend, now wife, asked me stuff for him, like, "Oh, you know him? Uh, you know what, what, what video games is he into?" So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. Um, now let's talk about race specific because, not to say that you know they got some other women that you know are thick, right? But a lot of businesses tend to be curvy and such. What are some good brands or good places that really cater towards the, the black female shape? Um, okay. I would say the, it, it really depends on like your size, like what size you are. But a lot of my friends that are a little bit more curvy, they do shop online a lot. Um, I would say they... I would say people that I know like shopping at, um, they shop online at Fashion Nova. They shop at ASOS, A-S-O-S dot okay. com. Um, and then if you're into like the cheap and cheerful, you know, fast fashion kind of thing, um, there's always Forever 21. Um, if you just need a cute outfit for the club um, or you can go to maybe Rainbow, which is a hood classic, like, mm -hmm. Who doesn't love rainbow um, for the, the 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 more curvier girl? Um, and their clothes are really inexpensive. Um, and then I would say for me, it it, it kind of depends. Like so for me, like I can kind of oscillate between plus size and like straight size clothes because I'm kind of right in the middle. Um, if you're a little bit bigger, um, I think some of my friends like to shop at like Ashley Stewart um, and Tour the most. Um, I'm trying to think of somewhere. Uh, Lane Bryant is that a, a one? Bryant, but it's a little boring up in there. It is. It's very yeah. Now, right for discount stores, Marshalls and TJ Maxx are okay, but for plus size women, I would say they don't really have a good selection. Mostly, what they have is like jeans and t-shirts for plus size. Um, so it's it's really not that good. But you can also always find nice shoes and nice bags, nice accessories, and um, TJ Maxx and Marshalls for any size. 
it's funny. Great segue because I'm getting into the bags, and we've talked about it, you know, um, on the show. Like uh, <laughs> now, let's say you know, not everybody's a baller like you or uh, Shannon, right? But they want, they want to, you know, they want to look fly, you know. Yeah. I want to fly. I want to have good accessories. Yeah, good bags, but I ain't got the. The, the real upper echelon money and I ain't got yeah. no no dude that's willing to pay for it. So what are your suggestions as far as having some fly um, bags, but not, you know, not being able to spend like the real, real, real. Yeah. Money? Um, I think if you're looking for bags that are like kind of runway inspired bags, I would say Zara is the best for that. Um, H&M and then um, going to Marshall's TJ Maxx or Nordstrom Rack. That's where you're going to find like your nicer, but not super designer <laughs> bags. Now, if you're looking for the hood special, um, you probably should find, go to a beauty supply that sells accessories. Mm. So um, like I got a bag that kind of looks like a Chanel bag. It's like the watercolor neon bag. It's the same shape as a Chanel um, boy bag. It doesn't have the Chanel logo or anything, so it's not exactly like bootleg, but it gives the aesthetic that I'm looking for. And I think I paid like $24 for it. Now, say like a person such as yourself, a, a guy is dating a person such as yourself, mm -hmm. who has very refined taste. <laughs> but he wants to get her, get you like a nice bag or something like that. What's mm -hmm. some stuff that some men who just don't know gravitate to that they shouldn't? They don't 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 get her that. I don't want Michael Kors. <laughs> no MK. No MK for me. Mm -mm. Play that and water it down. No, thank you. So no no Michael Kors. Mm. Uh, and is there anything else that I, uh, I'm not super big on coach bags, but um, if I like the all leather, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> yeah, the all leather coach bags that have come out recently. Um, they kind of look like another bag like that's real popular within Louis Vuitton right now called the Louis Vuitton Pochette Matisse. Matisse. Um, so for that, for that, for that, yeah, Coach is kind of going through a revolution where they're kind of like reorganizing and restructuring their design and their marketing and everything. But Coach is still the classic though. It really is. Coach. You can't go wrong with leather bag. Leather is always in style. Oh, now, I I'm going to ask you this. And this is just pull this out your, your butt. Okay. Um, if so, say like you knew Shannon's boyfriend, and he he's like, I want to get her uh, a bag, but I'm not quite sure. Mm -hmm. What would you, what do you think, just based on what you know of Shannon? What would you think would be a good winner for her? Shannon's not a purse person. Mm. Why was she my boo? She likes small bags. Okay. Yeah, she carries the essentials. So a little crossbody. Because she has a busy job, maybe she would like a little crossbody small purse because she has a job where she's kind of working with people. Maybe she doesn't want to leave her purse in her desk or something like that. She can carry it with her. I don't know. That Just based on what I know about her lifestyle and that I know she likes small bags. Um, In terms of like brands, I don't think it had to be brand specific. I think it just have to be a little, you know, have some color to it, a little bit eclectic, a little bit like funky kind of style, something she can mix and match with some of her outfits. Um, so, yeah. I, it's funny. I would think she'd be a big bag because I the hot sauce and the, mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the snacks, I would think you would have a big bag. 
You should probably ask her what do you think is in Shannon's bag because she said <laughs> I saw the bag on well the little one, but <laughs> the little one. I love it. What about like Afrocentric type stuff? Do you guys like that? Like um like uh you know like kind like you know African flavor to it. Do you guys like that? You two ladies? Um I actually have some um some clothes that a friend of mine brought me from Ghana and I like them. Um, she sells, she sells clothes and stuff like that. I really like the African inspired earrings, you know, that's mm-hmm. always, those are always cute and you could put it with anything and kind of give your outfit that more cultural flair. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and turn, and then also head wraps. You can also always wrap your hair. That gives them more, cultural and then you only have to do your hair. So look, you're saving time. So there, and like on YouTube, there's all types of head wrap tutorials. Like it tells you like how much fabric to, you need and which way to wrap it to get the style and get the height that you're looking for. So, so yeah. All right. Now, a lot of us don't have beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. And some of us got some effed up skin. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that we can do as far as you know, I mean, I, I know about the proactive mm-hmm. and, you know, some of that stuff. I don't, yeah. I mean, people swear by it, some don't. And then there's that thing that you and Danny. Um, oh, are, yeah. Uh, and then what, so what are some things that you can do to help your skin and then also maintain it once, maybe once you got it right? It depends on what the problem is. Um, mm-hmm. but I would say that, and, and your budget, if you're on a tight, tight budget, um, you just need to develop a skin routine that that you can afford, but is that you do on a consistent basis. So you need to like wash your face, like, and this doesn't matter with any product. You need to at least wash it twice a day, okay? And then you need to, if you have some acne, you need to treat it. So you need to use something. Something that people don't know is usually most of the time benzoyl peroxide doesn't work on people over thirty. So um, you the preference for over age over 30 is salicylic acid. So look for products that have that. Um, and then after that, you would need to um, moisturize um, and put on sunscreen. Now, sunscreen can be a controversial thing for black people, whatever. My mother actually has permanent sun damage from mm-hmm. not wearing sunscreen. She's a school teacher and she used to take her kids out all the time and her skin is permanently damaged. So I know that black people do get sun damage yes. from personal experience. So you need like SPF 30, 35, somewhere in, somewhere in there and try to get one that is made for black skin so that you don't get that white cast. Mm-hmm. Once you put it on. Now, if you want to go into more like fancy skin routines, um, you can add a vitamin C to your um, regimen, which actually kind of protects you from the sun as well. And it has like a 24 hour reservoir. Um, you can couple that with your sunscreen. Um, you can also add other serums that give you moisture, like hyaluronic acid. Uh, hyaluronic acid is, a, it has molecules that attract water into the pores. Um, you can layer that. And then when you're doing your skin routine, you want to go from the thinnest um, to the thickest. 
So meaning that you wash your face and then you put your serum, then you put the, your hyaluronic acid, then you put this, then you put that. And then by the time you get to your sunscreen, then that's like the thickest thing you're putting on because you're going out of the house. And then at night, the thickest thing you would be putting on is your moisturizer. So that's kind of how you can do a skincare routine. And then also, if you want to get even more fancy with it, you can look into the 10-step Korean skincare routines. Um, and then if you just really can't figure it out, you need to save some money, go to a dermatologist, but more important, try to find an esthetician that works out of a plastic surgeon's office because a dermatologist really is only focused on eradicating the problem on your face. They're not necessarily focused on the aesthetic. So if you're, especially if you're having something like dark spots or you have like, you know, you need chemical peel or something like that, try to find a medical um, skin esthetician that is under the supervision of a plastic surgeon. Now I have a two part question. The first part is how were you when you first started um, wearing, uh, using makeup and mm -hmm. I know you have a son, but if you did have a daughter, what age do you suggest mm -hmm. is time to start allowing a daughter to. Uh... I didn't really wear makeup on a consistent basis until I was about 25 or 26. Like I'd wear it on special occasions or I'd wear like lip gloss to work and mascara and stuff like that. But um, I was starting to have some issues with my skin and I didn't feel comfortable going out without it. So I just started kind of getting into makeup like that. Now, in terms of um, if I had a daughter, when could she wear makeup? It just it's levels to it. So like, oh, yeah, you're 12. Yeah, you can wear a lip gloss. I don't care. Um, you know, you're 16. Yeah. When you if you want to go out with your friends, I don't care if you put on lipstick by that time or mascara and stuff. And then um, I prefer if she didn't wear a foundation, but maybe she has problematic skin. She, she wants to like cover up if she's going out, you know, to have fun, you know, then, you know, I just kind of guide her through it to make sure that we pick something that will clog her pores and then make sure she's getting um, regular visits to the dermatologist and that she's washing and doing her skincare. Cause it's never too early to, to implement a good skin, skincare routine. It just teaches good habits for life. You know, what's interesting. I've obviously I've dated a lot of women because my ass is old, but um, I've, I've had asked a lot of questions and, I always assume most girls, they learn their makeup, how to do makeup from their mother or maybe their sisters and stuff. A lot of chicks just kind of figured it out on their own. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, I mean, I always thought that was like something that chicks pass down to each other or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just really interesting to me. So a lot of them, a lot of times, that's why, especially younger ones, make a lot of, I don't know if you want to call them mistakes or they, they maybe. Right. right so that's interesting that you would think that you know more moms would would uh you know do that you know especially well, my mom in particular is not really a big hair makeup person like she doesn't know how to do hair mm -hmm. I, I have so many pictures of one ponytail going this way one ponytail going that way because she just don't get it like she didn't get it and then in terms of makeup my mom never wore a lot of makeup i mean she made herself up but it just wasn't something she just spent a lot of time on it was like a five minute thing just to get out of the house so she looked pulled together um i i really didn't learn how to really learn to do it until i started watching youtube really so i just did it the way that i thought i looked cute and then <laughs> you know if i liked it it was fine but just like proper makeup techniques yeah i 
I didn't know anything about that until I was like almost 30, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's very interesting. Like my favorite is uh the, the uh putting on the makeup in the car on the way to work, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, or you know, at every light, you know, try to get it in, you know, at each light. yeah, yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so when when it comes to makeup for Black women, what are some good brands? Well, um, I just well first, you you really want to for for Black women, I'll say a lot has to do with your undertone. So it's not even that you may be darker, but you need, okay, do you have a golden undertone? Do you have a red undertone? Are you neutral? You need to focus on that as well. I would say if you're looking for classic, like a classic brand, Lancome has, they always have 40 some shades of of makeup. Um, Now, Rihanna has kind of revolutionized things with her 40 shades, now 50 shades. But I also think that Rihanna is is very slick with her marketing because she's marketing to a much younger audience than Lancome. um, Because your regular 17-year-old isn't thinking about shopping at the Lancome counter. It's just not going to happen. So she kind of captured a different market audience. And so then thus transforming kind of like the way the makeup industry is operating right now. Because now you can't come out with a foundation range unless you have at least 35, 40 shades. It just won't be acceptable, you know, because the makeup gurus now on social media, they'll tear you apart if you don't have proper range. Mm. And then now um, there's people, you know, clearly testing makeup on YouTube, showing the undertone, showing if it's gray, showing if it's actually, you know, complementary to black skin. Um, so for in terms of brands to use, I would say Pat McGrath. I don't know if you know who guys know who Pat McGrath, but she is mm-hmm. like the OG of runaway makeup. She's a beautiful black woman and she is like a makeup goddess. She has started so many trends. She's worked with the best of the best, the Naomi Campbells, the Tyra Banks. She sets the trend for runaway makeup and she has her own brand now. Um, and Sephora now it's not cheap. I actually have the foundation right here. Um, the foundation is like $68. Now, if you want to go like a little cheaper, now I wouldn't say Rihanna's brand is black owned, but she does have a lot of part in it. Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Moet and Hennessy actually own Sephora and Sephora actually owns a subsidiary of Sephora actually owns Fenty. So, um, so she doesn't necessarily own it per se, but I'm sure she does have a huge stake in it. Um, it doesn't hurt that she's dating a, an Eric billionaire to kind of get into that Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy family. Yeah. So that kind of, that always helps. And then two other black makeup brands that I, a lot of people don't know about. One of them is called Colored Rain. Um, it's um, like the, the, the old English way of spelling colored and they have really good products. That's the lips, the lip I'm wearing today is from Colored Rain. And they actually have a makeup collaboration that came out that was like in collaboration with the debut of Power. Um, so it's kind of kind of themed around that. And I actually have some of that right here too. And then I also like um, Beauty Bakery. It's a black owned brand, um, you know, self-funded, self-started by black women and everything is bakery themed. It's really cute. It's fun. And the makeup is really nice. And then also um, NARS is a really good brand. It's a little bit more expensive, but they have a wonderful range of colors for all the way to the darkest of dark 
women. Um, and it's always been that way, always. And they just keep expanding. And it's something for everybody in NARS. So um, NARS and um, Lancome is, and Pat McGrath is a little bit more pricing. Now, if you're in the drugstore, you know, I don't know, it's, it's trial and error, but don't forget that if you do buy some makeup from the drugstore in the United States, you can return makeup. So just keep your receipt, okay? Just don't get it from the gas station. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> you buy makeup from the gas station, I got questions. Yeah. But people buy male enhancement stuff from the gas station. All so. the time. Right, so. All right, so let, let's let's transition to the fellas. Okay. Um, because, you know, us guys, you know, most of us are cavemen, mm-hmm. right? Even yeah. us guys who think we're fly, mm-hmm. really not, <laughs> you know. And um, so let's start off with scent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think some a lot of guys make huge mistakes when it comes to the cologne. Yeah. Either, either putting it on too much or, you know, not knowing how to apply it and whatnot. Right. Um, and then there's some brands that are awful that I don't know why they're guys even <laughs> mess with them, right? Right. So, uh, let's start off with some of the brands that that some, a lot of guys may use, and you're like, oh no, please stop. And they go get the Axe body spray mm-hmm. from the grocery store. It's too loud. It's 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 it reeks of cheap like used car salesman stripper. Mm-mm. <laughs> It's not, that's not the business. Um, and, and, and I will say it depends on the person. Some people like a lot, a little bit more per, perfume or cologne. Some people like to keep it a little bit more subtle. Um, so that right. And then, you know, Brute, um, Old Spice. Um, my daddy still wears Old Spice. It's, it's, it's a mess. Um, if anything <laughs> that, um, you know, your grandpa would wear, you kind of stay away. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make brutes, unfortunately. Yes, they do. Yeah. They, <laughs> it kills. Yeah. Um, so no brute, no old spice. Um, and what about the when you're at the gas station and a brother comes up to you and goes, I got some cologne. What about that guy? You know what? There's a guy that is at the gas station probably right now by my house. He's usually out on the weekends because there's a lot of bars by my house and um, he tried to sell me a, he had some, I don't know if it was authentic, but if it was, he had some nice stuff back there. So, oh, okay. um, you know, I wouldn't do it because I don't know if it's bootleg or not. Cause, right. but <laughs> I mean, to each his own, but I wouldn't do it. Now, are there some scents that you really like if a guy has it on, you know, um, that Fahrenheit 451, I could smell that a mile away because my stepdad used to smell it. It's very strong and people tend to overdo it. And it, while it smells nice, it can be very, it has that sickening sweet under, undertone to it. And for me personally, I'm not really a big fan of um, scents that have that vanilla in it. It kind of gives me a headache. Mm. Um, but you know, perfume is very person. Perfume and cologne is really personal and it also has a mix with your body chemistry and all those things. So. Okay. Well, it's, it's some, error sometimes. What's some uh, affordable mint cologne that you could suggest, like, you know, for us guys who are trying to, you know. Well, you can't go wrong with the Dolce & Gabbana light blue. Mm. That's a classic. Okay. It's Miyake. That that's a classic. That's beautiful. Um, you know, 
I would stay in that range. Uh, CK1 is a classic, um, which is even not even expensive. Um, uh, I would kind of stay, yeah, and then Polo Red. Yeah, I would kind of stay in that family. Um, now, and a lot of this stuff you can get at Ross, you know, the more the more lower end perfumes, the classic type of perfumes or colognes, you can get them at Ross, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls all the time. Oh, okay, and it's, it'll be a good price too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would probably be like at least ha like half of what oh. you normally pay. And you can also go on FragranceNet.com. They have coupons. You can get thirty percent off sometimes. Um, I was a perfume. I bought a perfume at Sephora. I actually returned it when I realized that. This thing was $80 and I got it for $42 on FragranceNet and it's Dolce & Gabbana. Mm. Um, so, so yeah. What about application? Cause you know, some dudes, it'd be so overpowering. Yeah. You, you want to die. So don't spray your clothes. This was for men and women. You don't spray it on your clothes, spray it on your body. And when you spray it, let it dry down because when you rub it together, you ruin the top notes. Mm -hmm. um, so it changes the smell of the perfume over time or the cologne. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Um, also, going back to you know uh, larger dudes, right? Yeah. Let's go to the large guys. Mm -hmm. uh, as we were saying earlier, like mm -hmm. you be very careful about the you know what you um, mm -hmm. what you wear and whatnot. Uh, yeah. What are some some mistakes you think specifically large cats make when it comes to fashion? Um, wearing their wearing their pants below the stomach to mm -hmm. like way down. I, I don't find that to be very attractive or maybe they have gotten a little bit bigger and now they can still button the pants, but they're high waters now. Mm -hmm. um, and then those are most of the things that I see in terms of bigger guys. Um, now, and then also, um, just in general, wearing clothes that don't fit you. Like, mm -hmm. Just go up to the next size. I won't tell. Mm -hmm. You know, between me and you, we, 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 we it's, it's, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Do you mind skinny jeans? Um, I won't say I mind it. I would say that they can't be too skinny. <laughs> like it can't be like hugging the nuts or nothing like that. Like I don't like that. But if it's a slimmer jean, mm -hmm. that's fine because I know it's in but not the real skinny skin tight where they look like your knees are like, like screaming to get out. Like, <laughs> I don't like that. I, I did ask this question the other night. I can't remember if you answered it, but uh, what do you think about guys who, who are not in entertainment mm -hmm. who uh, do the hair dye thing, like little mm -hmm. blonde, little burgundy. Like, do I you? I don't really find that attractive, but I don't, I would have to know the person to kind of see mm -hmm. where they kind of land on the spectrum of sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you were fairly confident they weren't moist, you would, you would be okay with it. I mean, I mean, if it's just a thing, like maybe he just going through a phase where he just want to try something. Like, I don't know. It's just hair. Like you can mm -hmm. cut it off. Like it's not, it's not the end of the world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um if you're in a relationship with if you're in that long-term relationship and you do something really drastic like that, should you tell should you tell your lady first or should you just surprise her and come in with fully blonde hair? 
Mm. Would you want to heads up? (laughs) If it's going to be a drastic change, I think you just at least, even if you're going to do it, no matter what they say, at least prep them. Mm -hmm. Just so they know, you know, what the dealio is. Like, communicate. Hey, I really want blonde hair. I'm going to get highlights after work. I'll see you later. You know, so then I can kind of, you know, won't be like, what the fuck is that on your head? Like when I see you, I know you got your hair dyed and I kind of know how to prepare myself for when I see you. Right. Do <laughs> mm-hmm. you think women should do like if they're going to do something real drastic with their appearance, they should tell their guys first? You know what? Um, I'm, I'm like. Like, I know a man that he doesn't like women with, like, nose rings. Like, so if I went and got my nose pierced, like, he would be kind of like, like, what? So I think for men, it's more about the length of the woman's hair. Like, if she has really long hair and he's, like, a hair guy and she goes and gets to Halle Berry, like, he's going to be pissed. Mm. You know, that, I see that a lot. I see that more, the length of the hair when it comes to men. It's funny, though. I, I Me, personally, I don't even care. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not really, you know, what's funny is I'm not locked in. I'm not one of those guys. Like some guys are so freaking specific. It's like, if, if it's out, if I get hilarious, uh, you know, like they're so locked into a certain type mm-hmm. that it, if it deviates from it, they're like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not like that. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm fluid when it comes to like, I like a lot of different stuff. So she, she can have long hair, short hair, a fro, like, I, you know, I like women. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying I'm not like so locked into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing, I think for a lot of men, the femininity is tied into her hair. Mm. Um, and then when it's cut, that kind of like he sees a lot of the femininity. Um, and I, I think that a lot of, I think for most men, like the way that, well, a lot of men, the way that, and women, the way that we approach relationships is that men want a woman to stay the same and women want men to change. Right. Very well said. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says it's like that with many cultures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So um, my, my question to you is, what is what is your goal for the for your channel? Um, do you is it um, you just want to share your philosophies? Are you looking to help people become better persons? Like what what's your overall goal? Um, I really just want to like you know you know inspire women to just have fun with their wardrobe. Like don't take it so seriously, especially like sometimes when you're you know late thirties or forties, you've kind of gotten into like a certain style. Um, you may be in a relationship where your husband likes you to look a certain way, like stay the same. Um, or even if you're, you know, a single woman, maybe give you some ideas so that when you go out, you know, oh, let me try this. Or, you know, oh, she wore that and she looked cute in it. I've never worn something like that. Maybe I could try that. Maybe I will look cute in it. Um, just to inspire people to try stuff. And then, you know, I want to have some fun. And then, of course, I would like to monetize my channel to be able to make money so that, you know, it will help me, you know, buy more outfits and, you know, put more money into my production and, you know, <laughs> increase my, increase my audience. Okay. Um, if you're in a relationship and your guy uses another woman as like, like, uh, Oh, I like the way that her hair is or the perfume she has or whatever. And then 
you know, to kind of, you know, say, hey, you know, maybe you should find out what the <laughs> is that offensive <laughs> to you or or do you just like, you know? I don't do well with passive aggressiveness like that. So that that wouldn't go over well with me. Just say what you want. You don't like my hair, just spit it out. You don't you want me to get a different hairstyle? Like I told my friend the other day, like I used to wear these pants and I just like I used to have these pants that I liked so much. They were so comfortable. And I, my boyfriend lived like an hour away and I would wear them like on the drive up there. And he hated them. Like, so, cause when I'm getting out of the car, he's like happy to see me. But then I have on these ugly ass pants. And he's like, one day he's just like, can you just not wear those anymore? I don't like them. And I appreciated that. Yeah. Cause I didn't know. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. He wasn't mean about it. He just said what he liked. Mm. He said, don't. Uh, I still wore them, just not around him. Yeah. Yeah, those are your your traveling pants. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you go to like did you drive all the way there and then got to like a, a Burger King and then went? change? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just found something a little more aesthetically pleasing, but still comfortable. And it's interesting you say that. Um, one of the last things I want to get to, hey, Danny's in the house. Yeah. Is, uh, nighttime attire. Yes. I, I want to start off. Let's start off with the fellas and then we'll transition to the lady. Okay. What is sexy to you that a man would wear to bed? And what is uh, some guys think is sexy is that, but is not sexy to you? Okay. I like, I like a man that sleeps in the nude. Like, we, I'm not yeah. concerned about what he's wearing to bed. But what's yeah. not, What's not sexy to me is wearing socks to bed. That's not sexy. <laughs> That's not. No socks, huh? Mm-mm. No socks. Get your socks off me, bro. Uh, all right. And um, what about uh, what about sexy attire for ladies? Like, um, well, for me, uh, to bed, I like like the baby doll pajamas that kind of hold your boobs in place. But mm-hmm. they kind of like flow down a little bit, but they got they're kind of cheeky, kind of show the butt a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my favorite type of thing to wear if I'm actually gonna sleep in it and I'm trying to be cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, there's all kind of stuff you can wear to bed, like lingerie and all that. I'm not a big pajama person. I like those little baby doll nighties, basically mm-hmm. baby doll nighty. Um, or I sleep in a nude. That's pretty much it. Uh. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, now, if it's that special time of the month, mm-hmm. uh, do you? Is that where the uh, the um, lumberjack outfit comes out, or do you still? No, try- but you gotta wear drawers. I mean, <laughs> now you got period. All women have period panties. Like, right. Yeah. You just pull out the period panties. Oh, okay. So no, no lumberjack. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I don't do that. Yeah, that is. Not sexy at all. Grandma trousers. Yeah. yeah, grandma panties, like the ones you don't mind getting fucked up. You <laughs> <laughs> no way. All right. So, um, when when can we expect our, your first post? Um, I'm targeting um, the the week of November twelfth uh, in there because my birthday is on the twelfth. Um, so, anytime. So. I'm targeting that week, but before Thanksgiving, I will say. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And what's the name of the channel? Do you have a name yet? It's going to be So So Steph. So So Steph. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. You're going to do very well because you have a great personality and you have the information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like I said, like most guys don't look at stuff like that. Can I just mention one more thing? Sure. Men, you need to get your feet together because if you don't wear socks to bed, they got these things you could just scrub your feet. Like you don't even have to go to the nail spot. They, you can just get that dead skin off. Put on some Vaseline on your feet. Wash them. Get them all. Just do some about them. Them crusty feet. Cut them toenails down. That is not attractive. Like Amen. that right there is a turn off to me. Them 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 rough ass feet. Mm. I I definitely agree. Got to get the feet did. Yeah. So um, but like I said, I, I was saying that um, a lot of fellas don't watch these kind of things, but I think it's good because it gives you good insight. Yeah. And, you know, and you learn you learn some stuff, and especially when you're trying to be serious with somebody like guys. To be honest with you, it wasn't until I got in my 30s where I really started paying attention mm-hmm. to that kind of stuff. It was just kind of like, you know, how they said, "I don't want to know how the sausage is made; I just want to eat it." Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's how women, you know, stuff yeah. was. With me it was just like. It was like she appeared from the room. Uh, that's what it was. And I didn't know anything about anything. And and as I got older and I started becoming more serious and wanting, you know, more serious relationships, then I started, like, I wanted to know, like, mm-hmm. why does she do this? You know, and why is this, that, and the third? Yeah. And so what I try to do is when I start a relationship and it starts getting, like, serious, I, I try to find out all the measurables with her you know um i i tried like i said i i that special time of the month mm-hmm. i know it better than she you know like <laughs> at that time she's like damn how you know <laughs> i got it on. <laughs> you know? like and like i said it'll save your life and and also i think it, it does help with bonding as well because mm-hmm. you know she'll uh, a lot of most women will appreciate that you mm-hmm. you've taken a you care about her in more than just, you know, mm-hmm. exterior. Yeah. And then also when you really look into how your woman gets sexy for, you know, f- for you or when you guys go out, mm-hmm. I think when you really start paying attention to it, you appreciate it more. It, Cause at first it's just, dude, we got to get to the day, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you start, uh, the thing started at eight, you tell her it's starting at seven just so that you can, <laughs> you know, get, get there at a good time. But when you really have an understanding of mm-hmm. what she's going, what she's doing to, you know, it, mm-hmm. I you appreciate it more. Yeah. So. I think paying attention to the details is important. It is. Mm-hmm. And also, guys, when she makes something drastic with her appearance, pay attention. Pay attention right. Say something. Like, she can have a brand new do for like uh, two weeks and, you, and then somebody else is like, oh, your lady got a new hairdo. And you're like, <laughs> like I'm glad someone realized it. <laughs> Your homeboy re- realizes before you. Mm-hmm. you know, that's not a, good, not a good look. So, um, but thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. Yeah. And I can't. I will be there for the premiere, and I'm sure we'll all support. Maybe and- I can come back and talk about my channel. I oh. want to get a channel trailer up, so. <laughs> Um, so I'll let you know when that is, and maybe we can circle back. All right, I love it. And and one thing too, and I I got to get better at this. And brother brother um Dre 
has a channel and others do as well we have to really comment like and subscribe mm -hmm. um because like i do this i have a bad habit of it we'll see like a wonderful video by you know somebody who is out there just you know grinding to you know and we will we'll like it i mean as far as we liked watching it but then we don't think to just hit that thumbs up hit that bell for the notifications and then leave a comment mm -hmm. and leave a comment better than great video mm -hmm. you know what i mean like actually let the person know that you thought it was awesome you know and that they did great work you know i think more importantly sharing the video to other platforms really gets the engagement up right um, there's a lot of videos that i've watched about how to basically tap into youtube's algorithm uh -huh. and um kind of how to uh, get get recommended um into to, to people's feeds um that that's a whole nother conversation but um that, that there's a lot of videos on youtube about that and i watched like, some software engineers and things like that i was watching a guy who actually used the word for patreon um and he kind of has really tapped into uh youtube's um algorithm and um he grew his channel from about fifty thousand to six hundred thousand in a year's time wow that's awesome oh, mm -hmm. that's big time yeah, yeah. and i'm i'm sure you're gonna do very well so yeah. 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 And if not, you know, whatever. I'm still having fun, and you know, if, when it's my time, it'll be my time. Yeah, and we'll we'll all be here to support you because we all love you dearly. So, how can people get you on social media? Well, my Instagram is so so Steph underscore. Uh, my YouTube channel name is so so Steph. So, um, look for a channel trailer um, sometime probably in October, mid-October. Um, but, um, and then, you know, I'll, hopefully I'll be back um, on the Mars Venus show um, to talk about my channel. So look out for that. And then um, I also have a Twitter account um, and it's also social stuff. So I'll be promoting my YouTube content on that channel, on that um, Twitter account. And I got to say, if you are not following Stephanie on Instagram, you better because <laughs> not only does she post beautiful pictures of herself, mm -hmm. but she always has like these really interesting quotes. And, uh, and I get a lot of information. It's probably more from your Facebook account. Mm -hmm. I, I get my, you know, I get my news fix from you. I get all kinds of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I always, so I, I'd be checking it out. So mm -hmm. make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. You will not be disappointed. Well, thank, awesome. you. thank you. Thank you for so, having me. Oh, thank yeah, thank you. Uh Shannon, how can we get you in social media and what's going on Sunday? Um, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon for like the president hyphen Jefferson, like the president. If you like food like I do, you should follow my food blog on Instagram, which is spicy, salty, savory, sweet. Um, and then on Sundays I do a set apart woman here on Give Opal, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Uh, awesome. I'll be there. I'll be there. And watch, I'm about to get my uh, my Dre on. <laughs> uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram, and indyradio.org is the website. That's indy radio.org. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, no show on Monday. Um, uh, we won't be on uh, here at Indy Radio at all next week except for thursday where we have we'll have the finale of um of cinema du fromage 
um, the last two movies is what the hell are the last two movies? Uh, Strange Brew versus damn Dawn of the Dead, I think it is. Mm, Something like that. I think it's like Strange Brew versus Dawn of the Dead. And uh, so there's going to be a big debate show and um, there'll be a winner and all of that stuff. So, but uh, no show next week, but uh, we will be back the following week um, for an all new episode. I'm working on something that um, is going to be pretty interesting. I'm not going to say it yet, but uh, if if it comes together, like I hope so. So with all that said, you guys have a beautiful, wonderful weekend. God bless you. And. Have a great night. Good night, everyone.